Hi, this is Alex Tagliani, NASCAR Pinty Series driver. You're tuned in from the track to the community on Wide World of Motorsports, the number one motorsport show in the community. Listeners from around the world, you are listening to the Wide World of Motorsports podcast, bringing you the news from the track to your community. You could reach us on our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram at at the WWOMS. We're also on Twitch. And now, as of this week, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So head on over there and subscribe. We are now in our third season, and we're we're trying to change some things up here. We are doing a podcast format as opposed to the old radio format this season, and uh, hopefully enough, some radio stations will pick us up. So if you give us an email at thewideworldofmotorsports at gmail.com, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and as well, listeners, make sure you, you give us some love on our new Facebook group, the Wide World of Motorsports group. You can go there, we'll chat, we'll talk, share whatever you think is cool, or what you don't like, what you like, whatever. Uh, Love to hear from you. Today's episode is recorded the week of August 16th, 2020, and this is episode number 8. Today on the show, we will talk about some of the stuff going on in the NASCAR series in the last few weeks, and we also have... Uh, a special guest on today's show, LP Dumoulin of the number 47 in the NASCAR Pinty Series. We're going to have him on the show in a little bit. We're going to talk to him about his win in the 2020 season opener of the NASCAR Pinty Series. For some of you who don't know, it competes in Canada. It had its first race of the season this past weekend which was postponed back in April due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The shortened season will have three doubleheaders with twin 125-mile races on the weekend of August 15th. There's two races held at Sunset Speedway. Then August 29th, there will be two races at Flamborough Speedway. And to end off, the NASCAR Pinty Series Fan Cave Challenge will be two races at Jucasa Speedway on September 12th. There will be no Pinty Series champion or Rookie of the Year crown in 2020 due to the shortened schedule. There is talk about like a special recognition for the overall winner of the short season. And uh, these races will also be delayed onto TSN and RDS in Canada and MAV-TV in the United States. And uh, just check your local listings for that. Due to there being next to no media at the track, uh, we were just kind of relying on the official Facebook page of the NASCAR Pinty Series and their videos. And once in a while they took... Uh, some video and it looked like it was definitely uh, a banger fest for sure the first race it was uh, apparently intense from the first flag everyone was rubbing up and there was a lot of torn up race cars and for the first time this season i would like to finally welcome a race car driver to the show i am here with the 
2014 and 2018 NASCAR Pinty Series champion LP Dumoulin, and he won this past weekend. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? We're good here. Uh, beautiful day. Just enjoying it. Um, the last few months, let's talk about here first. Uh, give our audience your perspective of what you had to go through as a driver and someone who is a part of running a race team. Yeah, it's been really challenging for us, uh, for the race team as well as for the driver. I mean, uh, it's uh, it was a really hard time not knowing where what we will uh, be doing, and then uh, we had to do some plans. And like a lot of uh, people and a lot of uh, um, sports or other uh, business, uh, we uh, we had to change our plans very mm -hmm. often because of that uh, situation. But uh, uh, we ended up. Uh, having three races i mean actually six races within three weekends so uh it's it's a relief i mean i know it's not exactly the way we want it we would have loved to have the fans at the track because it's always awesome to have them with us to exchange to talk about cars talk about racing they're all passionate about racing and we are as well so it's always great to have the fans at the track uh but uh, for this season uh, it's going to be different as everything else is different in life right now so uh we're um you know we're we're at least happy to give a show and that show can be on tv mm -hmm. so the fans can be entertained uh the season and then uh i think we uh we uh we had a really good race last weekend but i can tell you one thing over those months we had in those past months i can't thank enough my uh, sponsor WeatherTech uh and benamar as well to for the help they gave me and the support they gave to us and the team uh staying really strong beside us and um helping us to go through that whole deal so uh yeah we were at um we were at sunset last weekend and we had a really good uh uh first race and then the second race we had uh, uh an engine blowing up so it was uh, challenging there as well i bet uh all that preparation the last few months and then in your second race there it's like ah uh, that must have sucked <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we, we we went from you know winning the race in the first race with a lot of action. Uh, we uh, you know we we did the <laughs> we we start we drew the, the, the we drew the qualification, so we started ten, and we worked our way back up to second. And then in the last couple restarts, then we've been exchanging position a lot in the, at the front. Uh, and then uh, there was a lot of uh, robbing fenders as well. So I'm sure yeah. that it's going to be a good show on TV. And we ended up winning the race. So, I mean, it was awesome for my uh, sponsor, WeatherTech and uh, Ben Mar. So, I mean, the, the thing is, when we ended up for a second race, we drew second place. So that was pretty cool to start the front row. And uh, we did. I was really cautious at the beginning. I wanted to keep my tires underneath the car, making sure we have a good car for the end of the race. And then uh, 30 laps and the engine blew. So it's um, uh, we never really had problem with our engine program actually our engine program is very strong but you know um when there's mechanical parts sometimes things like that can happen and then uh, uh we'll open that engine and see what uh, what really happened there but um we went from uh, winning the race to uh, a dnf which is uh which is bad for for us for a team but we're still pumped for the rest of the season and we're we know we can win so it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a great deal right what was it like going to a track that you haven't been to in a while? It's been a few years since you guys have been there. Yeah, I mean, the last time we went there was 2015 or 16, I think. Right. And uh, we were just starting our team. And uh, 
uh, the setup were not there yet very much, and we had a we had a hard time those two years, uh, 15 and 16, and uh, uh, we wanted to redeem ourselves, which is what we did. So it was kind of cool to sure. go back there and then uh, come back with a win. And going into that weekend with new COVID restrictions and protocols, what was that like? And did you have to adjust that to your race plan? Uh, yes and no. It was different, but I think everybody was very respectful of wearing the mask, yeah, washing their hands, staying apart from each other, uh, you know, social distancing and uh, uh, not taking any risks. And, uh, you know, there was monitoring for your, your temp in the morning and make sure you don't have any symptoms and all that. So uh, I, I, I would say everything went really well uh, for the protocols and all that. But uh it's 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 more for the, the it's more for the series to make sure that uh, everybody does that but i think everybody was really respectful of the situation and, uh, and it went very well for that for that and right yeah, everyone was respectful up until the race started um as you mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago there there was a lot of rubbing and and bumping there uh take us through what were you thinking when you saw the 74 and the 3 tangle well, I saw them tangling for a couple uh, restarts before, so I knew there was a fair amount of animosity in between those two guys, mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> I, I was myself fighting with other guys as well. But yeah. uh, um, I mean, it's 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 one thing to uh, to move someone, and uh, it's one thing to 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 rob some fenders, but uh, uh, you know, you will race each other for uh, all those races during the season. Even if it's a short season, you're gonna see uh, mm -hmm. you're gonna see uh, each other back in the next race. So, yeah. Um, and my, on my end, I was uh, hanging there and then uh, fighting as well. And uh, I got I got sideways a couple of times. I got loose. I almost spun because I got hit pretty hard. Uh, and um, but I, we stayed we stayed in, on the plan, and uh, we were there at the end of the race to uh, to uh, to win. And then uh, that's that's what the that's the most important part of it. Absolutely. And obviously, with all that uh, trading paint, there wasn't any fans in the stands to have some sort of reaction. Did you notice any sort of weirdness at all? Or what was it like getting out of your car and celebrating with your team, but with no fans? Oh yeah, I mean that is uh, that's for sure. It's missing, and uh, you don't have the the the, the crowd, you know, uh, just just yelling and then cheering for you and seeing your friends, but actually seeing your sponsors being there is even uh, uh, it's it just bring you more emotions and you want to win for your uh, you want to win for your sponsors, your friends, your your fans, your you want to you want to win for your team and uh, uh, it's kind of quiet there. You have yes, you have your team, but uh, we had a second race right after, so we had to be prepped out to be ready. So yeah, no, it was that that part for sure is different and uh, it's missing. But I know it's it's just a question of time that we'll all be back together. Right, and going into Flamborough, you guys, I know this year there's not going to be a championship or or anything like that. There's going to be a special recognition, I believe. Is that correct? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's not. It's not like the. It's not like the the, the the same kind of championship we're used to, and that's why I think this mm -hmm. season everybody, everybody looks at it as a. Uh, uh, we go race to race and try to win everything. So that's 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 pretty much what we're looking at. And I want to keep WeatherTech uh, up front, and, uh, and that's very important for us. I mean, we're going to Flamborough. We try to go test there the next day, the last Sunday, just after the race on right. uh, Saturday night. But we had the the engine. 
uh, that blew uh, the night before. So I was going to test Flamborough with my uh, spare car, but uh, it, w- it 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 got rained out, so I, we I couldn't test Flamborough. So I drove on it with my street car and uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Well, it's going around and around. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, just test it uh, as we get in the weekend. There's not much testing in those weekends, but uh, right now because of the situation but mm-hmm. uh it is what it is you know we'll uh we'll adjust to it this is the first time that the nascar pinty series is going to go to flamborough it is the first time going yep. to flamborough yeah and uh so you're going to be heading on to hamilton in a couple of weeks you got a couple of weeks to repair your cars and prep what's going to be like for your team it's going to be busy i mean that two weeks goes by like so quickly uh, mm-hmm. especially that especially that you know like now this weekend we had the we had to uh, change the engine and fix a lot of, you know, damage on the car because of that, you know, first race was really, uh, there was a lot of action in the first race. So uh, there's a lot of butter work to do in the car right. as well and get ready for setup wise to, uh, to go to uh, Flamborough and we'll try to go test as well before Flamborough or after Flamborough. We'll try to go test to Jucasa, depends on the weather. Um, right. So we can show at Jucasa in good shape. Do you think, like, let's say the race goes really well at Flamborough. Do you think that the Pinty Series or some other drivers would try to consider maybe keeping that on the schedule? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe. The, the, the yeah. whole idea here is, uh, I think the whole idea is to make sure we can have uh, good racing, you know, fair racing, clean racing, and at the same time giving a good show and make sure we can have sponsors around those uh, events and then... Uh, uh yeah maybe we can go back there but uh i've heard that uh, that's uh that's gonna be a pretty interesting type of racing um mm-hmm. there's not really too groove that much so uh i can't wait <laughs> i yeah. can't wait uh, it's, it should be interesting yeah being able to follow these things through social media obviously it wasn't broadcast live but the races will be uh broadcast like a weekend or so after of the actual race so um, that that'll be obviously something very exciting to see the first time you guys going to Flamborough and hopefully hopefully you have a you have a good race not like your second race there at sunra- sunset yeah exactly um, so a couple more things here so you're going to be uh, looking into at least until the end of September is there anything else during the next few months on the next off season? in preparation for the next season or is that too is it you know too soon oh well, it's too soon for now but yeah. for sure once we're once we're done with the season we want to keep improving our equipment we want to improve uh some stuff on the road course car so we might end up going testing with the road course car as well and uh, right. uh before the snow kicks in so we are more than ready for the next season when and uh, arrive in uh, next uh, may so um april actually is when we do some testing after the winter but uh, mm. it's always good to get some stuff done before the winter so when you get in the winter you know that uh you know what to focus on yeah and for smaller teams as well you know i think about them in these tough times and i i you know you guys might be able to have uh, your sponsors and whatnot and, and that's good that you're able to make them happy and I just feel for some of the smaller teams, though, you know, it's just, you know, making your sponsors happy is one thing, right? Oh, that's for sure. I mean, just thinking about my brother, he's uh, doing a road course. Mainly, he's a road course driver, and sometimes, because he does well on the road course, he can uh, he can go on oval. 
uh, here and there with uh, with the roll course uh, program mm-hmm. money sometimes. So it's uh, it's tough for everybody, and you know, like even for a younger driver that are trying to make it to the next step. And right now, it's very hard for them as well because you know there's sometimes they cannot get to their own track or own places where they can find the money to race at. Right. So that slows down their um, their way to get to the next level, you know, and go to hop the ladder. So it's uh, it's hard for everybody, that's for sure. And hopefully we can get back to close to normal as soon as possible. All right. Um, hopefully that's that's the case. Um, so again, thank you very much, LP. Thank for you. Giving me your thank time you, today. Friends. I really appreciate it. And. Uh, Make sure you all check out the Quick Wick 125. That'll air on TSN on Sunday at noon. And the Canadian Tire 125 will air on Saturday, August 29th at 2. Even though we know LP, uh, how he did in those races, we'll still be cheering for him. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. Good luck. Take care. Yeah, you too, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, uh, that was LP Dumoulin. I'd like to thank him for coming out and giving us some time and talking about uh, the NASCAR Pinty Series season opener this past weekend, the weekend of August 15th. And it was a big weekend that weekend. Uh, Daytona saw a road course race for its three top premier series. And I think it should stay on the schedule in some way next year. They do have it planned out to be for the the bash or whatever. The, the bash. yeah, the clash, the bash, yeah, the clash. The lights too. I hope so at least. So they're they're talking about that still. But there's also more talk about potentially having more races there during the year, um, sh- like just kind of like Charlotte Motor Speedway, how they have an all-star race and they also do a couple of races that uh, have points involved. So hopefully Daytona will see that there are drivers that they liked it. Everyone thought it was cool. It was really hot, though. And um, even though they beat the heat, they had about an hour break, I think about halfway through the race when when, it, when the race was red flagged for lightning so they did they did get some time to have a breather and that's one of the problems with having a race in august having a race also around hurricane season it's going to be interesting to see when they come back in a couple weeks there's a couple hurricanes brewing up in the atlantic ocean so we're going to see what happens with that and then on top of that jimmy johnson he revealed his darlington throwback scheme honoring Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. It's quite an interesting looking car to see the sides black, uh, kind of like Dale Earnhardt's car, and then the hood, the roof, and the rear is like Richard Petty's car with the Richard Petty blue and the, the STP stripe that goes in the middle of it. So that's going to be cool to see. And even though the some of these races we're going to see, he's looking on the outside in the next couple of weeks with three races remaining. Uh, he is currently 25 points below his teammate, William Byron. And that's going to be interesting to see them two battle that out in the next couple of weeks, especially at Daytona. There's a lot of talk about him, and a lot of people want to say, hey, well, why don't you come back next year? This year was crappy to have your retirement year, but I don't think that's going to happen at all. I think he's going to still race part-time in NASCAR. And, and you read up a little bit on his involvement with the IndyCar series potentially next year. Yes. Yeah, um, he talked to Dale Jr. On, the, on his podcast this week, saying that after that uh, test he did back a few weeks ago at Indy on the road course there, that really made up a decision that next year he wants to do all 12 or 13 road course races. He doesn't know whether like what team it will be on, what a sponsor. They have 12 or 13 road course races in Indy? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, but like right now the big issue is finding sponsorship and funding because hard to get marketing with the whole COVID situation and stuff like that. He said that he's had options with Chevy, but other manufacturers like Honda in that too. So it's still a lot of decisions to be made, but that's what he wants to do next year is 12 or 13 IndyCar road course races. Yeah, I bet, I bet there's most. some stuff going on behind the scenes where like something's going to happen where he's going to have some races in IndyCar next year. So he's yeah. probably focusing on that. He's changed, He's transitioning his actual focus from NASCAR to IndyCar and... That's uh, going to be interesting to see maybe potential doubleheaders next year with IndyCar oh. and NASCAR. You might end up seeing those weekends being the weekends that Jimmy will do a NASCAR race. Well, you'll be racing a couple different series, which he can physically do in, in one weekend. You said he would be down to come back to stock car racing for a few races next year too, like especially said Dover and Martinsville and stuff like that. He's definitely going to have some work to do in the next couple weeks. And oh, yeah. at Darlington, uh, his teammates are also going to be racing a tribute William Byron is racing his 2013 all-star race paint scheme Chase Elliott's running his 2009 paint scheme and Bowman's the 2011 paint scheme something like that so it'll be be a cool race to see and uh obviously being a Jimmy Johnson fan it'll it'll be good to try to get that number 48 throwback scheme as as a die cast but yeah so we're going to be looking into Dover this weekend, and they're going to be doing some additions or changes to the window so that oh, the yeah, drivers can get that. some more heat. So we're going to see that. Uh, it gets, yeah, get less heat, more air. And, and there's going to be a por- just a portion of the right side window removed. That's what they're saying, a portion. And the details were given out to teams on Wednesday. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how much they're going to open that up for the drivers if like they're gonna probably do it minimal, I think it's, it's gonna be just enough, maybe not enough. Who knows? We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens this weekend when uh, there's a double header at Dover. I think Chase is gonna sweep it. Maybe we'll see. Who knows? We got some. Uh, we got some IMSA news. We are here with Mike, one of our new co-hosts here. Yes. Um, thanks for having me. First of all, two weeks ago, July 31st, IMSA was at Road America, and it was a good race. It's always a good race at Road America. You know, everyone thought the Mazas were going to run away with it because they've come into their own lately in a big way. Acura and Penske took pole there, which was nice to see because with them leaving, it's nice to hopefully they have a good fanfare. For them, the race was kind of a battle between the Acura and Mazda. And then with pit stops coming and going and people cycling through, the Cadillac of Wayne Taylor Racing got up to the front. And at that same time in that same area, we had rain, which as everyone knows, rain just kind of changes everything. Mm -hmm. And Wayne Taylor Racing got into the pits kind of at the perfect time to get wets on while others stayed on slicks to see how long they could go. At that same time, there was a crash from one of the GTLM Porsches. He, I don't really know what happened. If you watch it, it's almost as if he hit the white line on the exit for the pit exit line, and mm-hmm. he just, it snapped right around, and he just went barreling into the, the sand trap there at, or yeah, the gravel trap. So we had caution. The red flag followed real shortly after it was just raining too hard too much standing water so that really changes up everything for them and that was about 30 minutes to go with 20 minutes left they threw the yellow back out and they went back out ranger van de zander and the wayne taylor racing car he was leading and then just ran wide coming out of the final turn and allowed penske 
Acura driven by Elio Castroneves to go by and there was about four minutes left and they just couldn't catch up. It's a pretty uh, good show. It, yeah, it was a good battle up front, but really the battle that was real interesting was in GTLM with Corvette. They've won the last two races coming back from the break. They did their 100th victory in North America at Daytona, and then they did their 100th and one at Sebring, which was pretty amazing for them. Wow. In, in their new car, too, because when they debuted at Daytona for the Rolex, it didn't really do that well. But, I mean, that's right. to be expected in cars, new teething issues with yeah. new design cars, right? So that was a good battle. And same, kind of the same thing happened in GTLM as in prototype DPI. The guys that were out front pushed it a little bit longer on slick tires. It just didn't work out for them. Bamber was leading when he spun. And then that brought out the yellow and then to red flag. And then once we got back to racing, Nick Tandy was out front in the 911. He had to pit for rain tires and fuel. So that didn't really help him. John Edwards in the number 24 Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan BMW was leading and all was good until the kink on the final lap. He got caught out by lap traffic and had a pretty hard hit there. And the number three of Jordan Taylor and Antonio Garcia went for three in a row there, which was, that's amazing. Considering that it's a brand new car for this year, it Right. Didn't do good at Daytona at all. Neither of them did. And then they've, and with the ban, IMSA had no testing. So you, they weren't even allowed to go test the car. They were restricted on wind tunnel testing to come back out and just do three in a row. Yes, they lucked into this one, but you have to be there, right? You have to be in position to win the race. Yeah. So it was good. Lexus dominated again. They've dominated since they came back, just like Corvette have. Those things are flying this year. Their balance of performance is good. I know that's a dreaded couple <laughs> of words or BOP. It's just the way it is right now. And going into Virginia. Virginia is this weekend, which is August yep. 21st. And traditionally and still, it is a GT only weekend. There's no prototypes, no P1 or P2 cars there. Just GTLM and GTD. All the eight cars for GTD, the Porsches, Corvettes, BMWs, sorry, six cars with no Ford this year, which kind of <laughs> is unfortunate, but... It, what do you do? The highest count for the year for GTD at 14 cars. So it's always a good race there. It's always an interesting race there. It's a nice natural terrain road course yep. and they battle well there. I think that I think that one's an eye racing as well. Yes, I believe it it's, is it's actually. A good one. Yeah, it is. And it still has the oak tree. So that, that's is, that's always a good. <laughs> I love driving that track. Yeah, that one's a, it's a great track and it's beautiful. I mean, they take care of it really well since it's been brought back onto the circuit. It'd be nice to see, I think, uh, the Xfinity series of race there. I'm mm -hmm. not sure, though. It's definitely been a weird few months with this reschedule. They obviously, they came up with another official, I guess, re-release of the schedule just a couple weeks ago. I believe that included Charlotte. Yes. Uh, the, the Roval. Yes, which will be awesome to see those cars. And again, and I think when IMSA season, they have two events that are GT only, usually Lime Rock, which is in Virginia, mm -hmm. and VIR. So to replace Lime Rock this year, they're going to go run at the Oval. And it again, it's just GTLM and GTD. It's the way the series likes to put those manufacturers at the forefront to be the headline for that weekend. Right. That'll be exciting to talk about. I'm sure we'll have another episode with you in the meantime between now and that race. That's quite a ways away, so you'll probably sure yeah. be back. <laughs>
Hopefully, hopefully. Hey, man, uh, it's always good to to have you. Uh, as our, obviously, it's our first time, so it's going to be pretty good. Looking forward to your contribution to the Wide World of Sports, and welcome to the team, man. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. This is this is great, and I just love talking racing. So check out Michael wait. Wallace on Facebook. Yeah, thank you. See you guys later. And make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. YouTube at the WWOMS. Head on over to Facebook, like the Wide World of Motorsports group, chat with us there. Not only that, check out this episode and other episodes on demand at YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, check out our new series, the Wide World of Motorsports eSports team on iRacing, where weekly we go into with some of the best iRacing leagues and we take on some chumps in the official lobbies. If you like what you heard in this episode, drop us a line at our email at thewideworldofmotorsports at gmail.com. That just about wraps it up for this edition of the Wide World of Motorsports podcast. And always remember, the only race that truly matters is the race on the track.